Welcome to Living Chassidus. Together, let's live the Chassidus we learn. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Chassidus in the Morning, 15 Minutes to Change Your Life. Continuing on. So, we're discussing, in general, we're getting, so we've discussed about Midian and with the clip of Midian, and it's, where it's coming from, and essentially, essentially it's baseless hatred, it's not hatred based off anything. And we're going to start to develop, and we started to a little bit yesterday, about how it works, like understanding it through, with, through understanding within ourselves. Like, for example, the idea of Chachm. So this talks about this a lot. Like understanding things through, it's through this, the like central mashalm that Chassidus uses, like the light of the sun, like the intellect and the emotions and how it works within us. And that's what we're discussing here. Um, yeah, and that's, and then today we'll continue discussing it. And we'd, we'd, remember, we're trying to bring out, we're trying to really understand, and and this is sort of what the Rebbe Hashab is doing here, and where you, you see sort of the difference in the Rebbe Hashab, the way he formulates a Maimon versus other Rebbeim, or the Rebbe, the Rebbe Hashab really elaborates on things and really gives you a good, clear picture. And sometimes you might think to yourself, why am I like, like I sort of get it, but, but when you learn it well like this, you really have a, a very detailed picture, so to speak. Whereas when you learn something, let's say you learn that Maimon the Rebbe, the Rebbe, he quotes a lot of places that we have never learned. So when you finish learning it, you can understand the idea the Rebbe is giving, but it's not rich. It, it could be, and it could be rich, but it could be so much richer when you understand everything. Like for a simple example, I was learning a Maimon, I was listening to a Maimon Shabbos, someone was giving you over, and he was, and he was lying from the Rebbe, and was quoting Kuntras uh, Maimon, which I've been learning in the morning, it's a long Kuntras from the Rebbe Shab, and I was quoting it, and I was listening to it, and I've, learned, I've heard that in Maimon before, I've learned it before, and, and I was so much more connected to it. And I'm like, oh, I got to learn a mimer again. Because now I know what Kuntus Maimon is talking about. And the Rebbe quotes it. And, and so the Rebbe is very good at giving to you the information, the relevant information you need. But that's like a very minimal amount. If you knew that mimer, learning what the Rebbe is saying would be much deeper. Whereas the Rebbe Shab, he gives it to you. He gives all of it to you. So when you finish, you follow, you just follow the, the path. You learn it. You understand it as best as you can. And when you finish, you have a good, solid picture. And a good, and really you could understand it on so many levels because we've been explaining on so many levels. So we're discussing Chachma. And, and again, we're showing this concept of, of unity and separation and discussing how it works in Chachma. Top of page 35. So we were saying in this uh, note over here that Chachma is like this flash of an idea. It's like when you, when you, when you think of something, but you don't really understand it. It's like uh, the marshal of... of I was speaking to a friend of mine yesterday, and he was telling me he had he has really bad back pain, and he's going to chiropractic and everything. It's really been like bothering him, like, like very debilitating, and nothing's really been helping. So he was speaking to a friend of his, and he told him to read Doctor Sonner's book. Doctor Sonner's a very famous doctor, and he came out with this like I haven't read all of it. I heard I read a little bit of it. it basically, talks about how the mind is really the source of the pain in the back. Now, your back has pain, and it is real pain, but the reason why your back is, it's just sort of like a coping mechanism. And so it's coming from your mind, and you have to, like, sort of release in your mind, and that helps you in the back. My friend said he started doing it. He didn't read the book. He, he read an article on it, and already started to feel better. But, but 
So Dr. Sano, you can imagine in the beginning what happens. He comes, and when he's speaking to people and he's trying to help them with their back problems, he's a typical doctor, and he's dealing with the issues, and he's trying to give them all these different solutions, and nothing's really working. And you could imagine in the process, he sees, he notices that people that come to him have a lot of stress, high stress type of people, type of issues. And so this is Chachma. He do, you, you, you notice something, but you don't really understand it. He doesn't know what that means. What does that mean? It's just interesting. Yeah. And that's just like lightning of Chachma. It's like, oh, that's interesting. Um, I just noticed, I just realized that everyone that's coming here, they also, 95% of them have stress, a lot of stress. That's Chachma. However, it is not until the person develops his appreciation of the idea through Bina and then processes it with these emotions that the letters emerge as human entities. But then it comes to Bina, where, where you actually think about it, you really say, well, well one second, why is that? And, and really sort of formulate it. And that makes it into, so what we're seeing in here is like the letters. That's, and Chachma, not even letters yet. It's not even like, uh, you know, proper form, formulation of, of, of an idea. But nevertheless, from the standpoint of Chachma, no division of dis or distinct letters exist. In Bina is where it's already, already distinct letters, whereas Chachma is still within itself. It's still one, it's one point. As explained above, Chachma presents the lightning flash of the idea. At that stage, the person cannot even conceptualize the idea in words in his own mind, let alone communicate to others. So that level of Chachma, it's so fresh, so new, you don't even have words to describe. You can't really explain to anyone. So a lot of times, I remember when you learn, learn Gemara and Yeshiva and you like you understand something, but you can't even explain it to someone. And you just have to sit there and you have to think about it again and again to really like formulate it, to really bring it into this bino. Because Chacha represents the quality of Ma, like we said before. Chacha is Koyach Ma. Ma is absolute bitl. It also represents the ultimate in unity and synthesis. At this stage, the person is totally absorbed in, in the idea and totally at one with it. As such, he has stepped beyond his own personal process and therefore has no words or letters to explain the idea. He's saying the reason why you can't, can't explain it is because it's gone above you. So it's not within you, so you don't have those tools yet because it's above you. Until this point, the Rebbe Rashab has explained that Chachma was characterized by Betul and therefore led to oneness. He proceeds to raise a question on that action, noting that intellect can also be associated with division. He cites three supports for the latter point, there will be marked as A, B, and C below. So Alter is essentially what we're saying here is Chachma shows this idea of Betul, which is this unity coming together we said before. But Alter is now is going to ask in one second, I mean, the Rebbe Rashab is going to say, but one second, what about the fact that Chachma is also brings separation or intellect brings separation? It's going to discuss and it's going to answer how it's not actually does that. Now, this statement does not, and, and the purpose of doing that is to, is to give you a deep understanding, deep appreciation to the concept. And you'll see. Now, <coughs> this statement does not contradict the concept. Explained elsewhere, the division begins in the level of intellect. It says somewhere else that division is the beginning of intellect, that intellect is the beginning of division. But we're saying here, intellect is, is the inclusion, is the bitl, is coming together to unity. So, how does this work? I stated terror towards the end of the discourse entitled the Kibla Yehudim. And the phrase, and Israel encamped, the singular form of the verb implies that they all encamped altogether as one man. So that source explains that the Jewish unity at that time, the version of giving a Torah, resulted from their expression of a simple will that transcends reason. And so it says over there, the reason why the Jewish people by Harsina encamped together as one 
What's because they reached a level above Chachma, which was which was the Ratzin, all the same will, and that's how they came together. I.e., the undefined desire of godliness that lies at the core of the Jewish soul. However, that was a unique state. The revelation of this quality was necessary because division exists on the level of intellect. <coughs> and the reason why it had to come from that level of, <coughs> of Ratzin was because once it gets into Chachma, it separates, which is a contradiction to exactly what we said before, where we said before Chachma is unites. So is Chachma uniting or separating? Seemingly, the altar is saying that it separates. Say, hey, as the Talmud comments, the minds of all are not the same. And how do we see the Chachma separates? But it says, it says in the Gemara, the minds are, all not, are not all the same. Everyone thinks differently. So how are we saying they're the same? And each person is different from every other, insofar as the powers of intellect, understanding, and knowledge are concerned. The way we understand things, the way we think about things, the way we process things in our minds, they're all different. So we see they're very separated. And B, furthermore, it is seemingly logical that intellect is associated with division. Why? Because the fundamental nature of intellect is to limit and to define the entity. What's, what's intellect? You think about something and you define it. Now, the way I'm going to define it is different than what you're going to define it. It's like we see something, we, we process it differently. And the way and the outcomes can come from different, it can be very different. So intellect we see again is very, is very separating, which is, again, a contradiction that we said before, that it's uniting. This enables it to be grasped intellectually. In the physical sense, an object can be grasped only when there are six spatial points of reference. The four compasses, compass directions up and down to hold. You have to, and yeah, and you, you can grab it, you can understand, you can, you know, you have to sort of wrap yourself around it. Similarly, for a concept to be grasped by intellect, it must be defined. For it is the intellect that limits and thus defines all concepts. That's what, that's what it does. And C, in addition, the primary function of intellect is to analyze any given matter, break it down into all its detailed components. When you want to understand something properly, you have to break it down, which again is dividing something. It's not bringing something together. That's what it appears that intellect is characterized by division. So the main question here is, is intellect dividing or is it uniting? So nevertheless, it does not contradict the statement at the beginning of the chapter that Chachma is characterized by unity. So how, is, how are these not a contradiction? The illusion is that the potential for division exists primarily within the power of Bino. Where does the real, he's saying, where does the real separation begin? Is by Bino, which represents the dimension of understanding and comprehension. Grass is a concept of intellect. Like we said before, the, the, the Ratzin, the will, is is an essential thing within you. And Chachma is the same idea. Chachma is not understood. It's not, it's not brought out, it's not divided. It's still this, this point that you don't really understand. Later it comes out and it gets divided. So as mentioned above, Chachma involves a person being absorbed in the idea he's conceived, stepping beyond his previous understanding and reaching out to something new. Like we said about the Dr. Sono, he's stepping out of himself because what he's known until now is how do you treat back problems is with a specific way. But now he's realizing, he's seeing something here. He has this chachma, this flash of an idea that there's a different way to do it, could be. And he's stepping himself out to look at that new way. However, on this level, the person has not fully grasped the idea. Yet he has it, but he lacks words. He can't find it to himself. He can't explain it to himself, let alone to someone else, as mentioned above. <coughs> the process of internalizing an idea is achieved by the power of Bino. Using the potential for bin, of Bina, a person takes a concept and analyzes it on the basis of his understanding. In doing so, he reveals a particular dimension of the new concept that can be further, that can then be further broken down and evaluated. 
Whereas in Bina, he's breaking the idea down into parts, into really understanding it, really pulling it, pulling it apart, very much separating it. In this way, he gets a handle on the idea and integrates it within the context of his previous understanding. If Chachma can be compared to the initial drop of sperm, which the father contributes, Bina represents a process of gestation where the fetus develops each of its limbs and organs growing into a significant functioning entity. So as you see by Chachma, Chachma is, is a body, a whole person in, in uh, one drop. Whereas Bina is taking that one drop, taking that one idea, taking that uh, little idea that you have and really unpacking it to make a whole different entity, very separate. So though this potential, a, through this potential, a concept is broken down into many individual parts. In contrast, at the level of Chachma, although an idea has already become conceptualized, it's not yet an entity grasped or comprehended. So rather, as it is known from other sources, it is perceived as a general point without division and organized into components. Thus, the potential for Bina to analyze and divide a concept into its particulars is not a contradiction to union engendered by Chachma. Yeah, <coughs> meaning Chachma is the idea as it is in its, in its source. It's like the, the drop of semen. Bina is taking that idea and really expounding on it. It's not a contradiction to each other, it's just a process. But, but at the first step of Chachma, there's nothing really there. It's all united. Bina is when it's separated. Furthermore, the division brought about through Bina is, inf is influenced by Chachma and results in unity. But what he was saying even more, and he's going to explain this. It's very beautiful because essentially it seems like we're saying Bina separates, Bina contradicts, Bina pulls apart. But what we're saying here that Bina doesn't. It, it does, but it doesn't. How? So the point that the Rebbe Shab mentions here is developed further in the following chapters. He's using the functioning of man's potential of Chachma and Bina to understand the interrelation of the spheres in the spiritual realms. As stated above, Bina enables the analysis of a concept and faculties. <coughs> the analysis of a concept and faculties, it, it being broken into particular aspects that it can be comprehended. However, Chachma is also fundamental to this process of analysis. For it is the germ of the concept grasped through Chachma that serves as a guiding light throughout the process of an analysis and ensures that a person does not veer off course. The Chachma aspect of it is to keep it in the right place. Bina by itself, so to speak, separates. But Bina coming from Chachma, it's the separation for, the, for unity. If it's coming together, like, like the body. It's not like you have an arm separated and a leg separated. They're all, they're all separate things, but all functioning together. Hopefully you work properly and they all function together. That was the goal of the above. Analysis undertaken by Chachma and intellect is synthesis. As is well known, and as, as will be explained later, I guess we'll have to stop here. But essentially what we're saying is that on one hand, and, and this will answer the question, we said, is, is intellect separating or is it bringing together? It depends which level. On the level of Chachma, it's, it's all together. It's idea that is one. But, but Bina is when it separates it and it compartmentalizes it. But being that it comes from Chachma, so it's not separate things totally separated. It's the separate thing coming together. It's like in the army, the army is one thing. <coughs> we have, you know, the, the Israelis come up and they say, we need to have a defense force to take care of the people, make sure we're safe against the enemies. So what happens? We make an army. That's like the Chachma. Binam is we take that and we, and we make it up into little duties. In, in order for the army to run, you have to have fighters, you have to have engineers, 
You have to have mechanics. You have to have uh, secret service. You have to have uh, paratroopers. You need to have cooks. You need to have doctors. And you have this gamut of all these different things that you need that they separate. And these are binah. It's all these different levels that we need. But all these different levels in the army, they're all in the same purpose. They all have the same goal, the same ideas to defend the Jewish people. It's just the way they do it could be different. And the way it comes out differently. So too with Bina. Bina is separating everything, but it's bringing it together. And ultimately, it's showing us that, that a person that we all have separate. It's like it says in two weeks ago in Baleska, that um, the Meneira had seven branches. And the Rebbe explains, it brings down from Lekutitari, that the seven branches, al Rebbe says, the seven different types of Yidin. But we're all part of the same Meneira. We all have our specific, specific uh, specialists that we give. And we have to reach it. We have to find it. And we have to give it. We have to, but and and so those are separated. So not everyone has to be the same type of yid. We all have to do Torah mitzvahs, but the way we express our connection to the Hashem can be expressed in different ways. But we and we all have to do those things. That's what we're saying here. The bina, the separating part of it, is not a separating in a negative. It's, it's part of the synthesis of bringing it to a wholeness, a deeper wholeness. That's essentially what we're saying. So yeah, to be continued tomorrow. So essentially, we have to recognize. These ideas of Chachma, you know, and I guess the homework uh, to think about is, is how do I see Chachma when I think Chachma and then Bino? And how do I analyze it? And, and do I do that when I learn? It's a very, very good, in general in life, how do I do it? But how do I do, I do it when I learn? Because a lot of times I think that a lot of people learn on their own level of Chachma. They read and translate and that's it. A Bina is really formulating. Think about it. A drop of semen is very, very small. Whereas a body is huge, as much as a baby is very small, but in comparison, it's, it's huge, which means that when you learn something, the amount of bina you need to put into it is huge. It has to be very big. Take an idea that you can barely repeat, barely give over to a, an idea you can, you can forring about for hours. Have a great day, everybody.